Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. This week on the Disruptor Series, I'm joined by Group Love. Hello. What's up? What's going on? So great to be here. So excited to talk to you guys. You have a new album coming out. I want it all right now. That's coming out in July. I kind of laugh every time I talk about that because it's like, I want it all right now. And we had to wait so long. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. So where did the title come from? Uh, I came from the uh, first track on the album called All. Um, We wrote that in an improvisational jam together in the room uh, in our studio. We were just playing it. And uh, I started singing that lyric at the time we were writing it. And then it wasn't until months later when you start making sense of everything, you're kind of just vomiting out of your subconscious. (laughs) And we're like, yeah, what are you talking about there? Because, you know, we, we write from such a subconscious place. It's kind of hard to realize what's happening in the moment. So we went back and listened to the song and we're like, oh, this makes total sense to us right now. And also just like the way Christian's singing it, it's like the first verse you're feeling like, oh, he wants it all and it feels pretty, it's a much calmer vibe than the second verse where he's like screaming it, like losing his mind. And it's also that idea that wanting it all is suffocating. It's like taking over us to a point, you know, because yeah. I think we're all very aware of how much is going on simultaneously all the time, how much is expected of us, how much we expect of ourselves, how much we want, how much we need. And it's burdensome. It's also overwhelming. And um, yeah, just the execution, the way he sings it. I got so emotional listening to him sing that when I was watching and I was like, we all feel this. Like this sense of like wanting and needing. Desperation. Yeah. Trying to be calm at the same time. And that song takes off the album. Yeah. So. <laughs> I also enjoyed how you guys incorporated it into your website. So it's like, I want blank right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, the drop down menu. That is super cute. I thought that oh, was cool. really awesome. We love, we love the branding within the, <laughs> yeah, the message. And it's also, it's sort of funny because we're actually, when we get down to it, we're talking about not really what we want, but what we need, you know, and kind of quieting ourselves to realize that we have what we need. And all these things that we want are sort of temporary and feeding, just feeding us, you know? And so when you're at our drop down and you're like, I want merch right now. (laughs) Like we hope you do that keeps us alive, but also do you really need merch? (laughs) (laughs) Not as much as like water, but yeah, exactly. More fun. (laughs) Yeah. So when you guys are putting a whole product together, are you constantly thinking like, Oh, you know, what would be cool? Like this would look good socially. This would look good on stage. This song will be a song that we can really do a cool light show with, or does it start in one spot and then you kind of just grow to make it a package? I mean, I think it happens really organically, but it definitely starts from the heart and the subconscious. And just like, sort of like these abstract journal entries, you know, when we're at the very, very beginning and making these, just getting out, we're not even writing an album at the beginning, we're just writing music. We're just like unloading and creating together, depending on how what song we're talking about. But then once we're in the studio, I really start seeing album artwork I start making artwork and I start there's some songs there's a song called cream on the album we've always seen a light show with that we've always wanted to like close a set before an encore that and that really starts coming while we're in the studio and yeah stage design all the fun things it's a beautiful thing to like be in a band that we all we create the merch we create the stage design we create the artwork like it just really starts it it feels like very inclusive in the whole process 
Have you ever written a song like because you had an idea for a music video or something? Has it ever gone backwards? Oh no, but that's a, I, I personally never have, but I have like been writing and seen maybe not the music video, but I've seen it so visually while we're writing, you know, where I'm like, oh my God, I know exactly. There's a, like in the song, Hello, in our music mm -hmm. video, there's like a scene where we're in a five person suit surrounded by flashing cameras and we're like on a red carpet. And that is something while we were recording, I saw that exact image, like exactly. And we recreated it and it was so psychedelic being in the five person suit surrounded by fans taking photos of us and like having had I honestly almost fainted. It was weird. It was like the most, it's not deja vu, obviously, but to have really seen a vision in its entirety, like normally we just imagine stuff and we're like, this is never going to happen. But mm -hmm. like to have experienced that fully was really intense and beautiful. In your song, Hello is taking off right now. How do you feel like that song represents the album? That's a great question. Well, it definitely delves into the loneliness we all feel while we're being surrounded by all this chaos all the time. And even though people might not think you're lonely because you're putting this up or you're doing this, you're sharing this online, most of the time people are, even though they're seeking connection. And that song kind of deals with that kind of give and play between what you're putting out into the world and how you really feel inside. So that's definitely a theme on the record. So it ties in for sure. Is this kind of one of those situations where you guys had 50 songs and then you guys were kind of like, well, these 12 actually kind of go together? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we, <laughs> there was like, you know, we didn't, we were, I mean, we were picking songs and we have like an obsession with the album still, which I think is like sort of an old school thing, but we want people to play it from beginning to end and go on this journey with us. And uh, as we started like putting songs together and being like, wow, this flows beautifully into this and the message with this, we realized like, this album is like it's starting from a place of like chaos and disconnect and slowly throughout the whole when you listen to the end you come back to a place where you're like kind of calmed down and centered and that i wouldn't say we did that on purpose it took us a few listings where we we're like whoa like i feel so much better from listening to this album that's crazy and but yeah we did have a lot of songs in the beginning a lot of songs that might have tapped in sort of in similar themes you know but it does make me sad you just like kind of like let them go as you move on because you keep we keep writing and you know creating and then you're just like oh my god what happened to that sick song we actually had a night the other night we were with our drummer and we were all just like hanging out on our deck playing old demos and we were like damn that song is a hit <laughs> like we gotta bring we gotta like put out an ep or something on the cycle like we can't just let that go well you guys have been together for 14 years now like, yeah. There's got to be a lot of content in there for you guys to do a 15 year anniversary or something like that next year. I know. That's true. The 15 year anniversary. That's yeah. insane. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> so much has changed. And like, I'm not going to like be the old like rock that talks about it, but it's crazy. Like social media and stuff is so new as musicians for us. And it's like, takes up so much time and it's insane. And that's it. That's all I can say about it. <laughs> <laughs> you can drop like a hundred song album thing like Mac DeMarco did last week. I know we, I love that stick. he did that. And I was like, we should do that. Cause we have so many holding. songs that we really aren't going to finish. You know what I mean? Or what finish, what do we mean by finish? Like I hear a demo now and I'm like, damn, this sounds so like lo-fi and cool. Like, why do you need to bring this into a, like an expensive studio and like fully realize it and recreate it? Like we sung it in the moment. And sometimes those are the best, you know? So putting out all these demos, which I actually think sound amazing <laughs> would be cool who would listen to a hundred <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, it's just like a whole playlist. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. that works. As you look back on your guys' time as a band, what is an evolution you guys have made that really stands out to you? Like, obviously you guys have changed so much and you just mentioned like even with social media and stuff, but like, is it songwriting or making a fully congruent album or just understanding each other on a tour bus? Like, is there a way that really stands out to you? No one ever understands each other on a tour bus. Don't let anyone lie to you. That is a sacred space where secrets are kept and feet smell bad. I, for myself, it's every year, every day, actually being an artist, it's just, I've really learned to trust my gut, like really trust it and stop. When we first were a band, I was so new to being a musician. I was formerly just a visual artist. So, and jumped in with these amazing musicians. And it really, I just had to teach myself to, oh, my instincts are my own. And that's what makes me interesting. And that's what makes my art, you know, and then I've just gotten better at listening to that place in me. And that's really it. It's just like quieting the fear, <laughs> quieting the person that's like, wait, is that good? Like, is that cool? Is that interesting? Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> you needed some record sales to remind you that, that your instinct is right sometimes. <laughs> no, I don't. That stuff is so abstract to me. When people like give us numbers, I'm like, what does that mean? You know, because it's always it's always just you with yourself anyway, at the end of the day. You know, the applause and like all that, that fulfills something, obviously, but you're still alone at the end of the day with your mind. And you're still like, damn, I wish we put that violin in the second minute of that song, you know, or whatever. Yeah. You're still always with that person. Do you have an evolution story? It's like a a slow realization, you know, I kind of like to think about it. If you're walking across like dewy grass in the morning, you don't realize you're wet or your feet are wet for like, you know, 15 minutes. So it's been like 12, 13 years. It's like been this slow, constant journey. And now you start realizing things. It takes a long time for me. Now your feet are wet. Now my feet are finally wet and I finally get it, you know, like this long end. But um, I think uh, being a band in a room and improvising is really important. And we've gotten much better at that over the years. And just kind of listening to each other and taking the time to jam, I think is really important. And we've gotten really, I just said this, but we just really become much more comfortable around each other in those situations. I think that represents itself in the music and also not to be producing work coming from a place of fear. Like we have to have this single or we need to write hits. Like in the early days, I felt like we were kind of focusing on that like more than we have been lately, which I think is very important as an artist to grow. You don't need to. You can't, you can't can't. write a hit. No, you you can't. can't, Like Like, there was just like pressure, I think in the beginning just like keep up these kind of catchy things and we do that anyway so i think if we just kind of let ourselves be in the moment and not think about the pressure of the outside world or labels i think we'll do our best work and that's what's so cool about this album and our first album i think they're very similar because even though we had genetically similar yeah but even though we had a label on our first album never trust the happy song no one ever checked in on us they just let us make it they trusted us and then with this album we didn't have a label involved in the creation of it. So we just were on our own. No one was checking in. It was really nice. I mean, you know, I don't know. So there's just like energy that's come around full circle. So that's an exciting thing we've learned, I guess, over all these years. I think listeners can tell 
when it's more authentic and not sure. rushed or forced or something yeah. that is like, okay, well, I know how to play a song, so I'm just going to play this one and get them off my back. Like yeah. you can really tell when it comes from your heart and from a, an authentic voice. Yeah. 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 Totally. My mom always asks me, she's like, how do you guys write a song? Like, how do you know? And you're like, you, I mean, for us personally, we don't have a method. And I think that that's where the growth is, is you're like, we have words that we catch on to in writing or there's like a certain melody or some cool guitar chords or something, but it's so abstract, you know, there's no way to explain it. And so that's where the growth is for us. It's like always trusting that we will find it and that there's no like, Oh, like the G C D E like that's it. And we always go to those. And then we, we always start with the hook, you know, there's no, we don't, when I hear people talk about that, I'm like, really? That works. That does not work for us. (laughs) Yeah. You guys are about to head out on the road with Pink. We are going to see you in Milwaukee, only about an hour and a half away from Madison, at American Family Field on August 17th. Are you excited to hit the road? Oh, yeah, yeah, we are. It's going to be awesome. It's been a, it's been a minute, it's been a so I'm excited. There's, I'm going to be on the bus. Well, maybe there might be one woman, but right now it's just me and the dudes. A lot of dudes, a lot of feet, I will tell you. I'm on a bottom bunk, a lot of feet. <laughs> besides that it's, it's 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 so fun to like just see the country and like try new restaurants and see new parks and go to museums and most importantly just play for different audiences mm-hmm. and pink's audience is going to be big yeah. <laughs> yeah are you planning on changing your show at all for an audience that might be more pop focused than alternative you know we did this with um we toured with imagine dragons and we sort of like i mean it's a it's a very different time in a very different show and, and pink is very different but just like big rooms right and so it's fun at first to sort of test the waters because we can surprise ourselves like you know we got the tongue tied we have we're playing hello right now obviously that's on the radio but you never know some songs they come out like some b-side sometimes you really feel people connect and you're like you know there's like huge pink fans that might be going to several shows so we don't want to be playing you know we want to change it up yeah i think too people appreciate like you said sincerity yeah. So if we're playing more alternative songs, but they believing it, I mean, people love all genres of music. So hopefully they'll be like, this is, this is cool. You know, it's not sound like we're like a death metal band, like opening <laughs> for her. So we could I think, but the, the cool thing too about these shows is at least the first half or first of three. So there's less pressure. So we can kind of relax, tr- try some things out, not like burn our throats in for an hour and a half. You know, <laughs> we have like 35 minutes, whatever it is in the beginning. Which is cool because then we could. Yeah, it's cool. like it's a little less stressful than a headlining tour, which is a nice way to get back out there again. Less pressure. Do you guys want to do a headlining tour after oh, this? Yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. we're going to do a headlining tour after this. Yeah, no, we can't. We year. can't talk about that yet, but it will. Okay. <laughs> it is. You got to get all the arenas out of the way first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard. Um, Baseball stadium. Tenacious D. Someone told me this story the other day. That Tenacious D. The first time they played a stadium, like a big radio show ever. What's it, Jack Black? Jack Black. Yeah. I always get confused with Jack White. It's so annoying. Jack Black got on stage and he's like, "This stadium." I'm like, no, this I might. is the first time. No, he goes, no, no, he goes, uh, this stadium is the smallest stadium I've ever played in my life. And then he just goes, walked in and I was like, I am definitely going to use that. <laughs> I think he said, this is the first stadium we've ever played that's this small. Or something something like that. That. that is so good. Yeah. I'll call a guy and ask yeah. again. It's so good. <laughs> so good. But anyway, 
Shout out to Tenacious D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys listen to on the bus? Or does everybody have their own headphones and everybody kind of retreats to their bunk? No, there's, we hang out. We, there's, a, there's a lot of like chips and salsa going on on the bus and uh, pe- peanut butter and jellies. And last time we were on the bus, we were watching Twin Peaks. So there's, there's more like end of the day like oh but you dj yeah if we're like have if we're like kind of feeling good we get on the bus feeling good we'll continue the party and yeah, the other i'll come out and start djing he's an amazing um, he's an amazing dj i like he has like a, the ability to like kind of sense the room's vibe and then if he's like oh i'm gonna elevate it a little let's test this and he brings in you've been playing a lot of well you know the app radio radio i don't that's a fun app. You want to talk that's about like, that's just a cool app where you can pick any country in the world during any decade and it plays like the hits of the time. So you can pick like Italy oh, yeah. in the nineteen forty or India in the nineteen sixties. Oh, we love Portugal. Oh, yeah. We do love Portugal lately. And yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. It's like your new songs. <laughs> you also hear like what hits in America got like translated all over the world, which is interesting at yeah. the time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so like finding out what was big somewhere else in the 60s, it's just translated. Yeah, exactly. but you're like, I know this song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for talking to me today. Yes. Thank you. The album comes out July 7th, and then we'll see you in Milwaukee in August. We're going to check out your song Hello right now on The Resistance. Hell yeah. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you.